Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk on this sunny Sunday afternoon. Um, this is your host, Maxine Marshall, and today I am here with Michelle Robertson, um, pretty well-known hairstylist and makeup artist. So welcome, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you, Maxine. How are you? Pretty good, thanks. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and hang out with me this afternoon. Oh, wow. This is a pleasure and an honor, so thank you for having me. Awesome. So, uh, Michelle, for... For for our guests that are listening in that aren't familiar with you, can you give them some history on how you got started in the beauty industry? Whoa. Well, um, my journey began in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York, uh, back in 1992. So um, those of you who are out there, don't try to guess my age. But <laughs> <laughs> it started in Brooklyn back in 1992. Um, Actually, a little bit before that, because I would always, you know, watch my grandmother, you know, press our hair for different occasions, and she was always doing everyone's hair. So she played a really big role in me wanting to get into the beauty industry. And um, also, ironically, my mom went to a beauty school in Brooklyn called Wilfred Academy. It's it's kind of like a – it's no longer there, but it's kind of like a, a historic – beauty school like at that time I think everyone was so excited to go there because you know you had the uniform and you had the little blue case and you just looked really official so um (laughs) it was the thing back then so yeah um I went to a beauty school in Brooklyn called um Hair Design Institute Mm -hmm. I had um you know tried to get classes in college Brooklyn College at the time I was going to Brooklyn College and um, I couldn't get classes one semester. And in my house, you know, if you weren't, you know, working or in school or just being productive, you you, you really couldn't live there. Because <laughs> my mother was a stickler about, you know, being productive. So I ended up, you know, enrolling in, in beauty school. And um, yeah, that's the that's you were destined to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so your first experience with hair was in New York City. Yeah, after you graduated. Yes, I mean I had worked at a couple, you know, little mom and pop places just to get my my foot, you know, in the door. But my real, you know, professional hair experience was um, at a high end salon in Tribeca on West Broadway in Manhattan, um, and that was uh, from 1994 to about 1999. Uh, the owner of that salon was someone who, who still is very relevant and who has been a mentor to me over the years, one of my mentors, um, Daryl Bennett. The, the salon was uh, called The Pyramid, and we were pretty mid to high in salon. I mean, we did a lot of uh, salon, in-salon shoots, a lot of magazine shoots, you know, for like Vibe, Sophisticates, Black Hair, Hype Hair, Essence, et cetera. So he had a lot of relationships with some really, you know, big 
players in, in, in the industry. And so um, it was nothing to come into the salon and see, like, Lawrence Fishburne getting his hair cut by Daryl because, you know, we, we were no stranger to, you know, that caliber of people coming into the salon. So, yeah, that was my first real, you know, professional um, introduction into the, the beauty industry. And it was really good because I, I got to learn and grow and, and learn how to conduct myself around, you know, celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> so how long were you there and, 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 and why did you end up leaving there? Well, I was there from uh, about 1994 until 1999 and then um, parted ways with the salon. They actually closed down. The salon's no longer in, in in, in business. However, we had a really good run. And, and again, like I said, Daryl Bennett is very relevant in the industry. Anyone who will Google him will see. But um, yeah, I did end up leaving the salon and um, my career went into a, a, an extension of what I was already doing. Ah, so, so was it after that that you got into the makeup portion of it? Yes, that's that's when I um I had always dabbled in hair and makeup because I feel like, you know, the two of those go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. You know, how can you do your hair and not do your makeup? Like, <laughs> something's <Exactly>. missing. <laughs> so, yes, I started um getting into makeup. I in fact was um mentored by someone who is very dear to my heart, um named Christopher Maldonado. He actually was Aaliyah's makeup artist and he actually died in the plane crash with her. So God rest his soul. Yeah. Um he would take me on, on on shoots, you know, on gigs with him as his assistant, you know. He worked for a lot of high end people and big companies. So I worked with I got to work with Motown and Bad Boy Records and, you know, a few of those artists like Faith Evans and a few others and um I got a job behind the counter. He said, hey, listen, you need to, to really get some real education, so get a job behind the counter. And then at that time, I also met uh, Sam Fine, who is, everyone knows who Sam Fine is, and yeah, really, really big, like the king of, of beauty. And um, that was an encouragement. And then uh, later on in my career, I ended up going to uh, different shows, and I met with one of my favorites, Ted Gibson, Mm-hmm. all about here. He does everyone. Everyone knows who Ted Gibson is, so I don't have to yeah. get into that. Just Google it. And, you know, <laughs> they're the best in the industry, and they inspired me. So rewinding a little bit, yes, I ended up getting a job at the counter as a cosmetics girl while, you know, still moonlighting, doing hair, mm-hmm. but kind of doing both hair and makeup. Now, out of curiosity, what was the first makeup line that you worked with? The very first makeup line I worked with was Estee Lauder. <laughs> I um I was hired as a freelancer. You know the girl who held the 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 free gift in the counter. She looked really pretty. Her makeup was flawless, and she had the little uniform on or whatever you know black or whatever. And you know she's attacking you with the free gift if she's not spraying something on you. That was me. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. So wait, um, I met someone else that that actually um, that I hired as a salesperson. You know, one of the companies I was working with, and she also worked with Esther Lauder. And she said to me, you know, I think out of everyone in the industry, they have one of the most thorough training programs uh, out there for makeup. Can you confirm that? Is that really true? I will definitely confirm that. Esther Lauder is like the mega 
player in the industry. They under their umbrella, there's several companies under their umbrella, and and their concern is education, 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 education. Yeah. Like you cannot, you know, represent their company without having product knowledge, and they stress that. So, yeah, they they um they also happen to own Mac too. We'll talk about Mac later, but yeah, they they are big on education. So yeah, if I mean anyone who wants to, you know, pursue a career in beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, I really would suggest getting behind the counter and learning and getting that education for free. It, it's mm-hmm. really good. And free product, too. So, so you were with Estee Lauder, and then who after and that? Then I ended up um, getting hired uh, by Lancome because they kind of, they were eyeballing me. This was in a Macy's uh, on 34th Street in the middle of Manhattan, New York, and uh Lancome was just across from Estee Lauder, and they, I ended up befriending the, the counter manager there, and, and they liked me, and they, they just hired me. So went over there and, and worked uh, for Lancome, and um, that was a re- another really good learning experience. Yeah, and how long were you with them? I was with them for about a year until, here we go, <laughs> Mac, <laughs> Mac opened up a counter next to Directly Lock. next to Lancome. Okay. And so, you know, it's all about drama with Mac. The music, the makeup, you know, you're, they're coming in wearing black. They're looking fierce. It's like, oh, my God, I need to be over there, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember when they first came out, uh, everybody was just flocking. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So we yeah. were you for them or? I'm sorry? When you got on board with Mac, were you freelancing for them? Yes, I, I started out as a freelancer. I, I know Mac always tends to hire people as freelancers first uh, or part-time first. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I started out with uh, Mac as a freelancer, and I, I, I um, worked at Macy's on 34th Street, and I freelanced in different um, locations in Manhattan as well as Brooklyn. And um, traveled, you know, worked in different markets. You know, worked in New York, uh, uh, South Florida, California, different places. Because with Mac, you could transfer just about anywhere in the country and even out of the country. And you took very I'm sorry. You took full advantage of that. <laughs> yes, I was like, okay, I'm over here. All right, now I'm over here. This is, it was really good because you get to see other artists, you know, work their craft, and you can learn from them. You know, mm-hmm. so. Um, Yes, I, I definitely did. I traveled with Mac. I ended up, you know, becoming full time, then training, and then opening the last location, uh, freestanding location in South Florida. And hmm. yeah, you know what? I what I love about Mac, uh, I love their lipsticks. Like oh my gosh, gorgeous colors, especially for you know for my complexion. I it's just oh, I get lost in in the lipstick section every time I go in there. I, really I, think, I think you're absolutely right. I think a lot of people, the minute they walk up to a Mac counter, I mean, the way they have the, the lipsticks positioned, it's almost like you have to get lost in, in all the different colors and, and textures. So, yeah. I can I look at my right now, and as soon as I walk through the door, that's the first thing that hits me in the face. It's the Mac counter right there. <laughs> and the lipstick is always facing me head on. After Mac, what was your next endeavor? Well, after Mac, um, 
I, I started getting so many requests, you know, to do freelance work, both in hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I noticed that, you know, when I, rewinding a little tiny bit, I would always visit the um, Mac location, the very first Mac location on Christopher Street in New York, the first New York location, I would say. And, you know, there were, there were beautiful women in there. There were people dressed in drag. They were, I mean, it was just, the music was bumping. Like it was the place to go to and just hang out for, for a little bit and shop. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I um, noticed that a lot of the employees there were also major freelance makeup artists. Like they would just, you know, be there part-time or whatever and then still have their, you know, freelance jobs that they did outside of, of the location. So I ended up being one of those people. I ended up, you know, people were asking for me at the last location I helped open and, and my, my, you know, schedule started getting filled with more freelance work than I could really handle, juggle, you know, the being behind the counter and working freelance, it became a lot. So I had to make a choice. Wow. To, yes. yeah, that's, and every artist comes to that point at, you know, at a point in life, you have to make a choice. Yeah. Now, the, the Mac in, in Miami, that is that the studio Mac where you can really get that, you know, the kind of makeup that you, you, you wear when you're behind or in front of the camera, actually? Well, Mac makeup in, it, in and of itself is um, makeup artistry cosmetics. So mm-hmm. any and all of it can be worn behind, you know, mm-hmm. Um, can't, in front of the camera, I'm sorry, because it is, you know, makeup for stage and, and, and production. That, that, that is essentially what it is. So, okay. But they do have locations that are specifically in place for, you know, buying, you know, pro products and things like that. So, yeah, they're, the freestanding stores are more professional than the counters. But then you also have, like, Mac Pro in New York where, you know, the artists go there to get their, their, their makeup. Even some educational classes go on there because we used to have a lot of trainings there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's, there's a different side of Mac that people don't know about. You know, it's, it's, it goes way behind just beyond the counter, you know. It, it goes way beyond that. Yeah. So, so you, now you're in Miami, so did you get the fever and you're like, yeah, I think this is where I'm going to stay? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've all been my we I know. <laughs> oh, come on. I mean, it's Miami. You have that energy, you have the beach, you mm-hmm. have the gorgeous weather, you have gorgeous people, you have movement. You know, it's kind of like New York with sun and palm trees. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that so, is awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yes, I will not even sit here and lie to you. When I, I, I got to South Florida, I was like, look, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is where I need to be. This is paradise. You know, this, this is paradise. I'm going to make this work for me. Good, good, good. So, so is that how Glam City got started? Yes. Um, when I left Mac, I decided that I wanted to, uh, be in business for myself. So I uh, consulted with some people, put up a website, you know, got a, a small team of, of professionals together to, you know, stand beside me, beside me and behind me in this thing. And uh, that's how Glam City got started. Yeah. That is awesome. Um, just branching out there on your own and making it happen. 
Yeah. Um, so can you share some beauty tips with us? Like I'm sure, you know, ladies that are listening in are thinking, okay, Michelle, we want to hear it. <laughs> I mean, seeing your makeup, it always looks flawless, like just absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. So, you're welcome. Well, you you haven't seen me at 6 a.m. in the morning when I'm, you know, working out. Or, yeah, you haven't seen that. But, yeah, thank you. Well, I'm sure you look beautiful even then. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> beauty tips. Oh, let's see. Well, I, number one, I wouldn't tell you anything that I don't do, that I don't personally do myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these are real tips. Um, number one, so important, after you do your cleansing routine, you really need to moisturize and prime your skin. You know, like an artist, before they even begin a painting, they, they, they prime the, the canvas. You know, they, they get all those little cracks and, and, and things filled in so that everything goes on smoothly. So you need to do that to your skin so your makeup can, you know, look smooth and last throughout the day. So the primer sounds like that's the real key right there. I mean, of course, moisturizing that to get that smooth, flawless look. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. Okay, I'm listening. Keep going. <laughs> all right. So the second thing I would definitely... Um, encourage is, you know, ladies, please get get your eyebrows done. You know, they, they've got this new saying out, oh, yes, your eyebrows are on fleek. Ladies, you want your eyebrows to be on fleek, so you need to. If they're not threaded, take the time and just tweeze out those little uglies that have no place in your 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 design. You know, get your eyebrows done because that, that kind of seals the deal with your, your makeup. Your eyes are, are like the focal point. They're the windows to your soul. So you need to make sure that your eyebrows are on point, on fleek. <laughs> Wait, yeah. And would you say uh, powder or pencil? Well, personally, I love powder because, I mean, my brows are kind of semi-thick anyway, so I can get a good shape going on and just use powder to kind of lightly, ever so lightly fill in, you know. You're so um, lucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, for those gals who, you know, you're kind of sparse in that area, of course do a pencil, but you want to go over it with a little powder and then your spoolie to kind of give it that natural finish, you know. You don't want to just do pencil and walk out the door. No, mm-hmm. that's, that's you're going to get arrested by the fashion police. Don't do I that. Have to tell you, I could have probably gotten arrested a few times myself. <laughs> I have so done that. <laughs> Won't happen anymore after today. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. So we did the brows. Yes. And so when it comes to uh, cleansing, mm-hmm. after you cleansing. Can all day, mm-hmm. what we cleanse Mm-hmm. In terms of removing your makeup? Exactly. Uh-huh. Well, for me personally, I can only speak for myself, but this is the most fantastic um, invention, I guess you want to say, that, that mankind has come up with. I used to be a stickler for, you know, the, the makeup wipes and, 
even back in the day, we would use, like, Vaseline to take off, you know, the eye makeup and just use, like, a tissue to, you know. But now, me, I use organic, refined coconut oil. It dissolves all of the makeup of your face. I will tell you no lie. You need any, everybody listening, go and pick up a jar of organic coconut oil refined, please. And, wow. Um, yeah, I love that stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry? I, I said I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. That is, you're right about that one. I, actually, I use it all over my body. Ooh. Yeah, but I, that's funny for my face. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I am I, known for using that at times, and sometimes I actually sleep in it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Your skin must be like velvet. <laughs> I, it feels that way, but yeah, I do. I just like throw a towel on 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 my pillow because I know you know I may lean to the side before it all uh, soaks into my skin. But you are mm-hmm. absolutely right about that, and definitely organic. Make sure it's organic. Yeah. I, I am not a fan of those cleansing uh, cloths. I mean, you know, I don't know how you feel about them. Actually, what is your take on them? Well, I honestly, I think the only reason for those quick wipes, baby wipes or whatever they're called, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's like when you're too tired, you, you've come in from an event or whatever, the club or whatever you've been doing, mm-hmm. and you, you just don't feel like you want to do your whole cleansing routine at night, so you keep them in your nightstand for those moments, and you're good to go. Awesome. Yay, someone agrees with me. Uh <laughs> so- so since we're talking about, you know, coconut oil and all that good stuff, can you go a little deeper on the, you know, where beauty begins? What's your philosophy on that? Ooh, Maxine, all these questions. Okay. <laughs> and first ladies want to know. It's like we want to make sure we're covering everything. <laughs> well, you know, again, I can't stress this enough. I wouldn't say anything to you or your audience that is not authentic in it, and that is not something that I I do personally. So for me, my attitude, I start with that. That's everything to me. You know, I've made some promises to myself, you know, like to think the best and to talk health and prosperity and happiness to people and, you know, just to wear a cheerful countenance at all times and be enthusiastic about the success of other people, you know, that that Mm -hmm. I get blessed with that you know, look at the sunny side of things, you know, make my friends feel that there's something special in them. Like, I, I'm never in a situation where the focus is always on me, mm-hmm. you know. Yes, I'm great, but you're great too, you know. Yeah. We're all great. So, and I just try to, I just try to do me. I tune out the negativity. I feel like, you know, I, I try to have people in my life and in my circle that add and don't subtract, you know, from my life. And, and, um, I like to give. I'm a giver, and, and, and you get what you give, you yeah. know. And, and mm-hmm. I just um, try to uh, – that that is the first thing. And then I also try to, you know, maintain a, um, a level of uh, spirituality, you know, getting quiet and, and getting answers from, you know, that, that, that big person that's directing this whole thing that we're, we're, we're in, you know, and, and totally try to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what would you say? What would you say your daily ritual happens to be? You know, when you first get up in the morning. You know, are you? Do you do the warm water thing? Um, when I first get up in the morning, 
I drop down, of course, prayer, and then I do my sit-ups. I, I, I'm already on the floor from praying, so right after that, I'm 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 at I'm doing sit-ups. Good point. <laughs> if you're already down there, let's get going. I'm already down there, so let's get those juices flowing, right? So <laughs> I do <tip>. that. <laughs> I get up, and I, I, I never leave my bed unmade. My grandmother used to teach us that. Never leave your bed unmade. So that's the third thing, from the prayer to the sit-ups to the bed. Okay. Then, yeah, I roll right into my lemon, my warm lemon water with organic honey, like every uh-huh. single day, and my green drink. So I'm doing two drinks in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's and, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so then after my green drink, I go right into my exercise because the green drink is kind of like a post-workout drink, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, of course, immediately after that, I come back in from my workout. I've, I've gone to the beach. I've meditated. I've, you know, uh, practiced my gratitude. I'm back at the house or wherever I am in the, in the country, and um, my day is going. I'm I'm good. That is a pretty good ritual, and and mm-hmm. I hear you on the lemon. That is, that's like a pH balancer, <laughs> inside out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is awesome. So uh, I, I want to go go back to Glam City for a, a moment because I did take some time to take a peek at, at your site and uh, beautiful, by the way. Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sort of share with our audience, uh, for those listening today and those that will be listening in the future, you know, just sort of um, what you carry, some of the items that they can find on the site. Yes. Well, right now, of course, the site is advertising what I do. You know, I'm, I'm a mobile personal personalized beauty service, you know, and it, it's it's personalized in the sense that it's it's for people who feel like they want that VIP celebrity style treatment. So we do, you know, we will travel to a, a location to do a high volume event, whatever. And, and, you know, so that's number one, that's what the website is advertising, exactly what I do. Secondly, um, Glam City is a lifestyle brand. You know, it's, it's my hair, it's me, it's my lifestyle. And it's, I feed off of, you know, my customers and, and people that approach me um, regarding how I look. And, and, and it's always about, oh, your hair. Oh, your waist is so small. Oh, your bones look great. Oh, this, oh, that. I'm like, okay, well, let me package this into a little situation so that people don't feel, first of all, I'm open. So anyone can come up to me and ask me anything. I'll, I'll just give it all away. That's just how I am. Yeah, but it's not but, the moment because that is a market out there. Yeah. For that service. Mm-hmm. That personalized one-on-one. But, okay, I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> no, no. no. Of course, you know, Miami, everyone thinks they're celebrity. You know, your your waitress is, yes, I'm I'm serving you, but, you know, I've got this, this multi-million dollar situation going on, and I'm going to be a big, I'm going to be like, you know, uh, I'm really <laughs> so everyone's a celebrity. So yeah. um, it's true, and it's great for people to feel like they want to be their best. I have no, no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But, um. On my website, I do sell uh, luxury Brazilian hair in three different textures, straight, Brazilian wavy, and Brazilian curly. I do sell um, my waist trainers, which are fabulous. Um, I have my book for sale, Hair Biz Tales of a New York Hairdresser. 
And I have uh, the waist training gym. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And I have my waist training gel, which is, you know, in, uh, works in conjunction with the waist trainer. And then I have products that are coming soon, which will be my Glam City Cosmetics, which will include the brow kit, and then also um, Glam City uh, hair care, which will include, like, a weave or extension maintenance kit. So those goodies are coming up real soon. Well, that's awesome, Michelle. Well, when, you, when you're ready to launch, please come back and, and, and talk to us about it. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, but um, since you mentioned the book, uh, love that book, by the way. For those that have not read or I actually posted your link on my site so that folks can just go on over to Amazon and pick up a copy of that book. But can you just give them everyone a summary of uh, Hair Biz, Tales of a New York Hairdresser? Really steamy stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a giggler. Um, <laughs> Hair Biz, Tales of a New York Hairdresser, is a fabulous, cute story. Um, it is a comedic must-read. Uh, it's seven short stories about a hairdresser from Brooklyn named Charlena who you know, in her beauty career, jumped from salon to salon in search of the perfect drama-free situation, which never happens for any hairdresser. I don't care who you are. You're never going to work in a salon that's drama-free. That's not going to happen for you. Uh, (laughs) um, And, you know, along her journey, she, uh, she, she kind of, she encounters many characters, shady, many shady characters and several sticky situations that teach her valuable life lessons. And, um, of course, at the end of the book, without telling too much, there is, there is a moral, you know, to the story. I'm not going to mm-hmm. tell you too much. You have to go on Amazon.com and write and, uh, the book. <laughs> but it's a great little book. I mean, it's so cute. I mean, your, your clients could be sitting. My clients, they, they, they're waiting or they're sitting or they're, whatever they're doing, and they're reading the book, and they're laughing, and it's, it's, you know, it's just a great little quick read. I mean, anyone can read it because it's only, like, just over 120 pages, but every hairstylist or uh, salon owner or just anyone in the beauty industry will definitely, if you don't get a laugh out of it, which you will, which you will, you definitely will get some laughs out of it. You definitely will be able to identify with, you know, the situations outlined in the book, uh-huh. and you definitely will learn uh, a lesson, you know. It's I'll a great little if you're if, if, if you're like me, who I absolutely unequivocally hate, 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 and that's a strong word, sitting <laughs> on the dryer, <laughs> but if you must, like, this is the perfect book to read while you're sitting under the dryer. Yeah. It'll definitely, yeah, it will definitely shift your mind from that. All right, well, thanks for sharing that um, summary with us. And so I encourage everyone to click on that link I sent and just hop on over to Amazon and, and pick up a copy of Michelle's book. And it's an e-format too, right, Michelle? Yes, it's an e-format as well as paperback. And guess what? It's pink. <laughs> It's pink. <laughs> so I, I want to uh, go back to uh, I want to go uh, back to your wigs. Yeah. Uh, can you know? Okay. So 
not criticizing, but I, you know, <laughs> you know, I love my wigs, but I have seen some folks wearing wigs that I really feel that they should have done some sort of consultation prior. So my goal here is to just, like, get the word out and help others. Can you please yeah. talk to us about wig production, the different types of structures and so forth? Yes, absolutely. I, I have definitely seen some uh, faux pas and some no-nos as far as wigs are concerned on the streets as well as in the salon. Um, <laughs> definitely, you know, some uh, hair police action would definitely be needed from what I've seen. But anyway, yeah, the different types of structures. I mean, people don't know, so since we've been blessed to meet Michelle, we just want her to share the knowledge with you. Yes. Um, I, I basically, personally, I, I deal with probably just maybe two to three different types of wig structures, but I'm just going to give you two, you know, okay. two of the basic ones. Um, the first one is definitely a, a quick and easy one that a lot of women um, desire to wear. And it's, it's kind of like a quick weave, but the foundation of it is uh, kind of like a stocking cap almost. It's very flexible, mm-hmm. easy to put on, easy to take off. You know, there's nothing really to it except that um, you, you it does stay secure in your head, but you kind of um, don't have to put a lot of work into making it stay on your head because of the elastic band that's under the foundation. So that is one type of structure. The other one is more of a netting. It's a little bit more intricate. You know, there's a netting, then there's there are comb attachments, you know, that secure your hair um, to the unit. And then also there are uh, elastic uh, bands at the, uh, the lower part of the unit to, you know, give you a little bit more security. So those are the, the two, you know, more popular structures. Mm-hmm. And what about tips on when you go into the beauty supply store to purchase a ready-made wig, like what, what should they be looking for? Well, I definitely would say, number one, look at the hair texture and quality. You know, if you, you can stretch uh, a piece of the hair and if it pops quickly or if it springs back too quickly, then you know that it, it's not human. You know that it's either a synthetic blend or it's just straight synthetic. So you want to make sure that the hair quality is really good, number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, you kind of want to look at the foundation of the wig, you know, to make sure that it is a good fit for your head and your head size and, and you know, your comfortability factor because some women don't like to have comb attachments on their wigs because it, it kind of it may irritate their, their, their scalp or their hairline. So. You know, you, those are a couple of things you want to investigate. And the placements of the combs, you know, if it's a plastic comb or if it's a, a metal comb and, and where it's placed, mm-hmm. you want to look at that. And, um, you know, the plastic combs, of course, are a little bit better for the hair, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of breakage and things like that. But you, you never want to secure your wig too tight because, I mean, no matter if it's a plastic or metal comb, you could definitely risk, you know, getting having some breakage. So definitely want to look at those things when you go out to shop for a wig. And also price point. That's important yes. too. Okay. Awesome. And um, most importantly, what what is your 
what's your protocol on, on, you know, keeping your hair healthy? Well, I definitely believe in healthy hair care under whatever you're wearing. So if you're a wig and weave wearer, you definitely want anything that is keratin-based because you need to put protein into your hair, you know. Right. Just like we eat protein Yeah, just like we, we eat protein when we're working out to build our muscle, we need to put protein back into our hair. So definitely shampoo, conditioner, treatment, treatment, treatment. You want to do treatments. And you don't want to wait a month or two to wash your hair. You want to wash your hair every week, you know, or twice a week or once a week. You need to get that moisture in there. So even if you're not doing every week or twice a week, mm-hmm. put a leave-in conditioner on your hair, something with pro-vitamin B or anything that, that can strengthen your cuticle. You need Our hair needs moisture and vitamins just like our body does. So, yeah. Yay, awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle, um, so how how does a person get in touch with you for your services? Like what's the best well, way? The best way is, is just to go through my website, glamcity.com, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a, a little form that you can fill out in the contact section, and, you know, it generally just asks for your email address and your name and, it goes directly to, you know, my email, and um, at a point, I'll, I'll answer it, or you know, one of one of my um, professionals will answer it, and we'll get back to you and find out exactly what it is you're looking for. Okay, so you've got a team of specialists working with you now. Yes, and these are people who have been I have been in a relationship with, professional relationship with for many years. Mm-hmm. They're um, seasoned artists. They know exactly what they're doing. They're licensed. They've been in the business. They know how to conduct themselves in several professional situations, so they're, they're awesome. Okay. And, and is there a radius that you'll travel? Like, how does that work? Because I, I know that you, you are mobile. Yeah, I am. Uh, <laughs> I definitely have and will uh, travel across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, even out of the country in certain instances, I've been hired to do jobs out of the country. <clears throat> so, you know, for a, a large, high-volume event, I would need at least 30 days advance notice, sometimes more, depending on what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> that way we can discuss the looks and, um, you know, get any uh, fees that we need to retain to secure the date. Um, I usually like to prepare a lookbook for uh, my clients when, you know, they uh, retain my services. So that way we can uh, get a visual, you know, perspective on where we're going, what we mm-hmm. want to do. And, you know, we, it, it's all preparation, you know. And that makes perfect sense. So mm-hmm. what's, what's, what's next for you? Like what's, what's coming? Ooh, juicy stuff. Uh, <laughs> All of God's blessings, I should say. Um, well, I'll keep it. I'll keep it short, sweet, and modest. Uh, number one, Glam City Studios in Hollywood, Florida, coming up. Yay! I am so happy to hear that. I am happy to hear that. You know what? Where have you picked up a location already? Yes, the location is under construction as we speak. So. It is. It's going to be a yummy, juicy surprise, and I actually, you know, it's it's Grand City Studios, not anything 
um, more than that right now at the moment because of my travels and because, you know, my clients like VIP service and they want me and or whomever else is affiliated with Glam City. So they like that personalized service. And, you know, these are women that, that don't necessarily want to sit in salon all day or, or have people watch them get their extensions done or whatever. They they want privacy. They want to sit and chat with you, have a glass of champagne, you know, just relax. That is what they're paying for, relaxation and service. So, and you know, my clients have grown to the, you know, with me to the point where some of them can't make it to the salon. So when I saw that niche opening for busy women who can't spend time in a salon, I thought, wow, well, maybe something personalized and, and just, mm-hmm. you know, for them, you know, or that's of us who refuse to spend three hours. <laughs> yes. You know how that can be. Oh, my <laughs> God. That used to drive me absolutely crazy, you know, having to spend three or four hours in doing something that I know literally can take 45 minutes to an hour and a half max. Yeah. So I, yeah. your clients appreciate that about you. Of course. I mean, the one thing we can't get back is our time. So, you know. As you grow more mature in age and, and experience, you realize that, you know, my time is valuable. I will not sit in the salon for three hours just for a wash. I'll, I'll no. <laughs> but uh-huh. as far as what's next, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. That's where I'm heading. Mm-hmm. What's next? Okay, so Glam City Studios in Hollywood, Florida. Another book in the making, which I'm about 75% into. Mm-hmm. Be even juicier than Hair Biz Tales of the New York Hairdresser. I cannot wait to finish this book. Actually, I can um, imagine it being more juicier, but I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hollywood stuff. I'm not at liberty to really, you know, go into the details about the Hollywood stuff, mm-hmm. you know, because of contractual agreements and confidentiality, you know, and such. So. All I can say is Hollywood stuff, juicy fun. And then um, basically I am just, you know, my goal is just to continue to be committed to changing the lives of women by enhancing their beauty, which will definitely heighten their self-esteem because the one thing that uh, a lot of women that I come in contact with, mm-hmm. a lot, the one thing that they're lacking is self-esteem. So we have to help each other, you know, develop that. And that is, my mission, that is my goal, my philosophy is beauty from the inside out, and that is why I'm here. That is awesome, Michelle. I am so looking forward to the studio being ready. I am looking forward to your next book. I'm looking forward to hopefully, you know, hanging out with you soon. And um, I'm just so happy you came to see us today. Yay. So what I'm going to do now, Michelle, if you don't mind, I'm going to open up the line to see if there are any questions out there. Sure. And, um, let's see. Give me a second here. Absolutely. Let's see. Hang on. Awesome. Uh, all right, so we've got a few guests out there in the audience. Does anybody have any questions for Michelle? All right. 
pretty quiet, but they're there. So, okay. <laughs> All right, if we don't have any questions, uh, let me just say, it. you know, everything that's going on with you sounds absolutely wonderful. Um, I really thank you for the great tips that you shared with us today. And, uh, I mean, they're really good, Michelle. And, and you really put some things out there that I, I, I think the audience will absolutely appreciate and is appreciating. I am personally going to be looking for your name as the credits roll <laughs> in the near future here. <laughs> I know you're not at liberty to say, but I'm just going to guess that we'll probably see your name, you know, in the credits. Absolutely. I, I am so grateful that you invited me on the show, and, and um, I feel uh, that anyone who contacts me for anything uh, – like this or, or any of my clients that contact me, I just feel grateful because, I mean, there are so many people that you could have called to do this interview and you called me and I'm just, I'm just happy and grateful and I thank you. <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure. So, folks, if you are interested in uh, having your hair or makeup done or you've got a, a, you know, a huge event coming up and you'd like to have uh, a consultation with Michelle, please head on over to glamcity.com and uh, and look her up and fill that form out, and um, she'll be at your mercy with her services. So Why not? Yes. <laughs> I, I thank you again. You know, you know who that is. Yes. Uh, hang on. Do you have a question? Of course, I have a question. Okay. The first Hello. Hello. You don't know who who I am. It sounds like Lena. Of course, it is. Well, what happened was I didn't uh, get on the computer to check you out, so you've been on the phone for a while, no? Yes, and, and we're winding down, so if you have a question, um, do you want to go ahead and ask now? Well, I would like to ask when my uh, makeup session is going to take place. Oh, Lana, hi. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for for, for um, chiming in. Your makeup session will take place as soon as humanly possible. You and I will get together, and we will make it happen for you. Wonderful. So we can have a little champagne and um, do something exciting and uh, have a great session, and uh, maybe you can do the session with my little kitty. Oh, all right. So, um, so all right, folks. We're gonna wrap up now. Um, we'll be here for a few minutes after the show, but I'm gonna end the recording at this moment. So, I uh, thank you for stopping in uh, again. This is Maxine Marsh, your host, and thank you for uh, joining our call today. Take care. You too. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.